everyone! Happy Sunday! Welcome back to another episode of Pop Cultured Swine. Um, I missed you guys last week. I know last week was different because I was in Nashville, so we just did a special episode, but this week we are back with our weekly roundup of celebrity gossip. Um, so we've got two weeks worth of stuff to get through. Um, I don't think I have anything... Oh, I do want to say shout out to my friend TJ. He does like a little trolley tour thing in Nashville and he let us go on it and it was like so much fun if you guys ever visit Nashville in the next few months because I think he's moving go take the old I'm gonna say it wrong is it the old town Nashville tour or old trolley tour I don't know sorry TJ I know I got that name wrong but it was a lot of fun so shout out thanks for letting us do that that was a ton of fun Um, And then just in other news, if anybody doesn't listen to the Wednesday episode, I know I've been complaining to you guys about my sinuses and how I feel like shit and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I finally went and saw my ears, nose, and throat doctor, and um, I do have a deviated septum, just like I thought. Pretty much no air is going up my left nostril, and then even my right side is all clogged. So I'll have to get surgery on that, but before I can get surgery on that, I have to um, heal a sinus infection that I've had for years. The doctor was like, you've had this sinus infection for literally years and you haven't treated it. So I have to be on antibiotics for three weeks and then do like saline spray and Flonase. And then on Tuesday, I'm getting a CT scan. And so then once all that is done, then I have to have fucking surgery. He said it might be two surgeries because he said it's going to be a surgery to fix my septum and then also to help me breathe better so I don't know it's a lot of shit it's gonna be super expensive so I'll have to put out merch and y'all better fucking buy it so that I can keep doing the show but I'm very happy to just be like on the right path to getting this fixed like I can't even like describe to you like how bad it is like I Last night, I was, like, on the verge of tears just because I, like, couldn't breathe. And then, like, this morning, I was sitting up on the couch, wide awake, just, like, going through my phone. Once again, wide awake, just sitting there, and I was snoring because, like, I literally just can't get air in. And then, like, sometimes I'm walking and, like, I'll choke because I have to be a mouth breather now. But if you're not, like, a natural mouth breather, it's, like, hard to, like, relearn how to breathe a different way. And so I'll be, like, walking with my mouth closed, and then I'll, like, choke because I'm, like, not breathing. Anyways, so, yes, if you guys don't listen to Wednesday's episode, that's where we're at now. Tomorrow, or on Tuesday, I'll have a CT scan, and, yeah, we'll just get to moving on this shit. Um, So I don't know what will happen during those times for the podcast when I'm, like, having surgery obviously I won't be able to do it maybe someone can fill in for me or I don't know but we'll see but yeah that's where I'm at like I said we have two weeks of drama to get through so let's just dive on in um what if I like get out of the surgery and have like a beautiful singing voice not that I don't have a beautiful singing voice already um but what if I just become like a phenomena pop star one can dream um, okay, so all this drama is like not gonna go in order because, like I said, it's been two weeks and I have no idea what the fuck's going on. 
but I'm just going to talk about a few of my favorite things that I have in the past two weeks. So it's kind of just going to be like a mixed bag of random shit, but we're going to get through it and yeah, let's dive in. So I'm very, very, very happy to announce that one of my favorite shows is getting rebooted and like all of my teenage dreams are like coming true. I feel like it's like 2007 again when times were just like so good. Y'all, 2007 was like a really good year, at least for me. I don't know about for y'all, but like that time period, like 2005 to 2007, that was like my prime time to be alive. Like that's when I was like super into like TV and like MySpace and the internet and like the fashion and music I felt like was just like made for me. Not that it's like not today, but it's definitely like not the same. Um, so The Hills, the MTV show, reality show The Hills, the spinoff from Laguna Beach, is getting rebooted. Y'all, y'all don't know how much I love The Hills. I love The Hills, and then even The Hills spinoff, The City with Whitney Port. That shit was my jam as well. So, I'm fucking excited. Um, it's supposed to be coming out in 2019. It won't have Lauren Conrad, LC, in it because um, a source says that she's just, like, too busy working on all of her stuff. And then another source was said, like, she, like, doesn't need this money. Like, she's way above having a reality show reboot. And it's true. You guys, Lauren is just, like, she has her own brand of things everywhere like she doesn't need this fucking trash tv show she's got it made she has her own company and like own employees and everything so she doesn't need the money but it will have Heidi and Spencer and their new baby um Audrina and fucking 2007 flashback Ryan Cabrera because Audrina and him are dating again you guys my inner teenager is just like glowing um, it'll also have Stephanie Pratt, Spencer's sister. She was on the show. She got a nose job, remember? Um, <laughs> shout out to nose jobs. I'm gonna have one. I think she'll be, like, the new Lauren, because she's, like, narrating it. And then trash-ass Jason will be on there. Do you guys remember fucking Jason? And then Lauren had to go visit him in rehab, and he's trash. Anyways, him and his wife will be on there. They have a new baby as well. Um, Whitney Port, like I just talked about, who I'm, like, obsessed with and I still follow, like, on Instagram. I still follow, like, whatever she's doing. She also has a new baby. Oh, and Audrina has a baby, too. I think Stephanie's the only one without a baby. Oh, and our favorite character, homeboy wore combat boots to the beach, Justin Bobby. Justin Bobby will be there. I'm fucking excited. Oh, man, I'm so fucking excited. Um... So, yeah, that'll be out in 2019. It's called The Hills, New Beginnings. So, I'll just show, like, everyone with their babies and marriages and shit. But I'm fucking excited. And I wish Lo was going to be on there, but I don't think she's going to be. But she has a baby now, too. They all have, like, babies at the same time. Because Lauren has a baby, too, but she won't be on it. Um, So, maybe Lo will eventually be on it. But, yeah, man. Uh, I'm, like fucking jazz this podcast just might turn into like a hills <laughs> review um and then in other random fucking news i don't know if you guys saw the offset offset from migos cardi's b's husband and baby daddy he just got a tattoo of their child's name which is culture with a k 
tattooed along the side of his chin. Like, it looks like fucking beard hair, but it's just a tattoo and it says culture. It's fucking wild. Speaking of Cardi B and wild, I would, like, go into more to this story if I had, like, any idea what was fucking going on. I read, like, multiple articles about it, but I still just have no idea what what happened or, like, what is happening. But Cardi B, like, may or may not face legal troubles because she, like, may or may not have fought two sisters who are strippers at their strip club because they, like, may or may not have sex with Offset. I... One article I said, it says they, that she got in a fight, fight with him, and another article I read said that, like, she, like, orchestrated a fight. Like, she hired people to fight them. I don't know. <laughs> Once I maybe understand all that drama, I'll let you guys know. But that's, that's what, that's all I've understood so far, that she, she either was involved in the fight or she hired people to fight these two stripper sisters at a strip club. So, just another day in Cardi B's life. Um, oh, Eminem recently released his surprise album, like, this past weekend, and, like, no one fucking cares, because if it's 2018, if you still like Eminem, you need to get your life readjusted. Sorry, Dad. My dad is actually a huge Eminem fan. Um, but yeah, you need to get your life readjusted, because he's trash, and he's always been trash. And guess what? I've literally been saying that for years i have never never liked eminem i thought his music was trash it's just him yelling like i don't get it it's just him it's just a white man yelling you know i hear that enough all the time i don't need to like purposely seek out music of a white man yelling and in this album people are like he's like trashing a ton of people including tyler the creator who i love and he uses the F word, which I, not the fuck word, but the slur F word, which I won't say, against Tyler, the creator, who, like, is gay. So, everyone on the internet is like, yeah, Eminem, it's 2018, I know you're old as fuck, but we don't say that word ever, so you're fucking done. So, yeah, he released a surprise album, maybe because he knew that if he built hype around it, no one else would be in the hype, and it would be embarrassing, so he had to release it as a surprise. But, yeah, no one cares. I'm glad, like, the whole internet is, like, an ingredient with me. Because I hate when I hate someone and I feel like I'm, like, the only one. Especially, like, when I don't have, like, a good reason. Like, I don't have a good reason. Well, I guess I have a good reason to hate Eminem. But, like, I've just always hated him. Like, I just never vibed with him. And I was definitely, like, the odd one out with everyone I know. So then to, like, go on the internet just and see that, like, no, like, a lot of people like fucking a him i'm like okay cool <laughs> um oh ben affleck is in rehab again for a third time he like went to rehab in 2005 and in 2017 um but yeah his ex-wife jennifer gardner queen of instagram if you guys don't follow jennifer gardner on instagram you're missing out because she's actually a fucking hoot but she staged an intervention and she also drove him to rehab even though that's his ex-wife but it's also like the father of her kids so you know she probably just wants the best for him plus she's just like so sweet and we don't deserve her but yeah so he's in rehab for a third time and he's I guess he was like drinking alone all day even though he has like a sober coach and he like wasn't showering or eating so 
who knows? Also, the internet is in agreement that we all hate Ben Affleck. And guess what? He still has that trashy, embarrassing dragon tattoo. I mean, I feel for him that he has, like, these addiction problems, but that doesn't excuse you for being a trash person, which he is. So, Jennifer Gardner deserves better, and I wish she had a better ex-husband. But, you know what? She's still a saint. Um, so, yeah, he's in rehab right now, and still has a dragon tattoo covering his entire back. Um, oh, and boring-ass Kendall Jenner news. No one gives a shit about Kendall Jenner, and I also am glad that the internet also hates Kendall. Because you guys know I go up to bat for the Kardashians, and I'm a ride-or-die for them. Everyone except Kendall Jenner. And Caitlyn Jenner, because, I mean, Caitlyn's trash, and we all know that. But, like, Kendall... I hate when people are like, Kendall's my favorite because she seems the most normal. No, she's like the most spoiled entitled one out of all of them and I don't get how no one sees it. I like do not understand how no one sees that she's like the brattiest one out of all of them. <sighs> but maybe this will help everyone see. So a few weeks ago, she um, pissed off the entire modeling community because she did an interview with Love Magazine. And she was talking about how she took a break from doing runway shows and fashion weeks because her mental health was suffering a lot, just, like, being away from home and, like, working so much. Which, fine, that's understandable. However, she said that she can't just be, like, one of those other model girls who do, like, 30 shows a week or whatever the fuck they do. Verbatim, she said, or whatever the fuck they do. So all the models were pissed because... They're like, um, it's actually like 80 shows a week and we like have to send money back to our families in other countries and we have to pay our modeling agencies and we don't have money for food and we're sleeping <laughs> like in an apartment shared by like a million other models who are strangers to us and we don't have time to sleep and we're exhausted and not getting paid well and we've worked hard to even get to this point because like most models don't just start off and doing runway shows for fashion weeks so they're like so fuck off and like a, one model was talking about how she's walked with Kendall Jenner multiple times and how Kendall Jenner's fittings are always done in the privacy of her own apartment at her own time and that she shows up like 30 minutes before the show starts to get her hair and makeup done, unlike the other girls who wait there for, like, eight hours for their churn to get their hair and makeup done, and how, like, she pretty much never has to go to go-sees because everyone just knows Kendall Jenner, so she just gets hired for all these, like, shows and ads and covers, and she never has to, like, work her ass off and, like, pay to go to, like, a fitting or to, like, a go-see. So everyone in the model industry was, like, pissed, which understandably so, because, like, she has, like, a privilege of, like, like, she doesn't get these, all these shows and covers and, like, everything like that because she's, like, a good model. She gets them because she's Kendall Jenner, just like Gigi Hadid. But the only difference is Gigi Hadid has spoken out about her privilege, and she says, like, I understand that I have an advantage over these girls because my family is famous, and I, like, see that, and I get that, and they all work way harder than I do, and I get more opportunities than they do, and it's not fair. So when I do a runway show with them, I try to just stay out of their way because... They know what they're doing and they don't need me to, like, take over and, like, outshine them. 
So Gigi has, like, admitted to it, and that's why everyone's like, yeah, Gigi's fine. But, like, Kendall, she's like, or 30 shows a week or whatever the fuck they do. So then, to make matters even worse, instead of just apologizing and be like, yeah, I definitely have a privilege, and it came out, and I'm sorry, like, I misspoke, blah, blah, blah. She then, but she instead releases an apology via Twitter and says, I was misrepresented. As if it was, like, anyone's fault but hers. I was misrepresented in a recent interview over the weekend, and it's important to clarify the meaning. It was intended to be entirely complimentary, but unfortunately my words were twisted and taken out of context. How can your words be twisted and taken out of context when it was a direct quote? You literally said, or whatever the fuck they do. Like, that's not taken out of context, you literally said that. She said, I want to be clear, the respect I have for my peers is immeasurable. I get to experience firsthand their tireless commitment, their work ethic, the endless days, the lack of sleep, separation from family and friends, stress of traveling, the toll of physical and mental health, and yet they still make it all look effortless and beautiful. I'm inspired by so many of these people I've had the good fortune to work alongside. There's no way I could ever hate on that. I want everyone to win. Slay always. And, like, that's even shitty because it's, like, yeah, I watch firsthand all of them suffer while I, like, do fittings in my apartment and I can, like, afford to, like, fly back with my family and, like, my family lives in the same country and I don't have to send money back to them and, like, I can sleep whenever I want. So, like, even that sounds, like, shitty because she's, like, yeah, I watch from afar while they all suffer. Then she ends her apology with cultivate kindness today and always as if, like, She's the victim of the situation. Like, you guys, just cultivate kindness, okay? Today and always. Just always be kind. And it's like, bitch, you're the one that, like, let your privilege jump out and, like, piss off all these models in the industry. Like, had she just said that, I don't think that the models would be pissed. However, they all, like, were like, yeah, I walk in shows with her. And she, like, doesn't show up until, like, the show's about to start. Like, we're all been there for, like, 12 hours, like, starving because we can't afford food. And she just shows up whenever she wants. And she's, like, the first person to get her makeup done while we all have to wait. So it's like, girl, and don't, and then when you apologize for someone, don't be like, my words were twisted and I was misrepresented and they were taken out of context. Like, just own up to it and be like, you know what? I misspoke. I fucked up. I'm sorry. That's definitely not what I meant. It came off that way. My bad. Ugh. And then to be like, cultivate kindness today and always. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't sit down. Ugh, I hate her. Um... Oh, Eunice, Courtney's ex-boyfriend. I watched a video of him getting in a fight at a West Hollywood club. They were, like, in the back alley where, like, people were, like, smoking and shit. And him and this guy just, like, randomly... He, like, starts beating the shit out of this guy. And then, like, the person right behind him being his, like, hype man is Drake. <laughs> I don't really know anything has come about this so far. Um, But I just had to say that because I thought that was the most random fucking video I've ever seen. Also, there's, like, a conspiracy going on right now that Kim and Drake had a, an affair um, while she's been married to Kanye. There's some good points being made. I'm not going to share that conspiracy with you guys until I fully can sink my teeth into it. I've listened to one podcast talk about it. Shout out to Say Bible Podcast. And I also read a Twitter thread about it yesterday. Um, but right now I don't feel like I can fully sink my teeth in because I'm just 
I'm just not fully sold on the idea. But when I do get fully sold on the idea, which I'm sure will be by like tomorrow since I'll have the day off and I'll just be on the internet, I'll report back to you guys and we'll deeply dive into that conspiracy theory. Um, But speaking of Kardashians and Drake, so Nicki Minaj finally released her album, even though she pushed the date back like three different times. And it was like two weeks after Travis Scott released Astroworld. So then Nicki Minaj decided to come for Kylie Jenner and Stormy, a six-month-old baby. So Kylie Jenner posted a picture of um, some merch and like the link to merch on her Instagram for Astroworld. And she like said, like, me and Stormy can't wait to go on tour because like obviously they're going to go on tour. That's Kylie's boyfriend. That's Stormy's dad. They're obviously going to support him and they're obviously going to go on tour with him. So then, Astro World was number one on the Billboard, uh, like, album, new album, whatever, list. And Nicki Minaj thinks that she should be number one. So then she said it was, like, like a mistake or, like, kind of conspiracy that, like, the only reason that Astro World was number one is because Travis sold a ton of merch for Astro World, and I guess that counts as sales for being a number one album, which that, I think, is stupid. However, Nikki was also selling merch, so she has no point. So she said, like, that the only reason that he was number one is because all of his merch sold out, and the only reason that his merch sold out was because Kylie and Stormy were all up on Instagram being like, see you there! So she's fucking coming for a six-month-old baby! (laughs) Claiming that's the reason her album isn't number one. It's because a six-month-old baby was in the promotion process of merch and this tour and this album. (sighs) I used to be a big Nicki Minaj fan, but I'm not anymore. So this bitch has just flown off the fucking handle. Um, so yeah, she was like, Travis really, I would be number one, and Travis knows this. We talked on the phone, and he knows that I he doesn't have the number one album in the country right now. But he got Kylie Jenner and Stormy out there promoting his merch on Kylie's Instagram, and that's why he's reached number one. And she even had had Billboard, like, change the rules and say, like, merch doesn't count anymore. But this bitch also had merch. Also, might I add <laughs> that um, people love Travis Scott. People fucking love Travis Scott. Like, especially younger people, which I sound old as fuck saying that, but I'm also 26 and I'm also having, like, sinus issues because my body's falling apart so I am old but like especially like young people they love Travis Scott and everyone knows that if you want to sell something your main demographic is young people with their parents money and that's exactly what Travis Scott's demographic is because like young people fuck with Travis so hard and like Nikki No one really cares about you anymore, girl. Plus, you dug your own grave by, like, going off on, like, random people on Twitter. Also, you pushed back your album three different times, so then it, like, lost the hype. Also, she just canceled her tour. So, it's like, bitch, your album didn't sell because, like, no one fucking cares. So, don't bring a six-month fucking old baby into it. Anyways, like, two days later was the VMAs, and they always show a picture of, like, who's sitting next to who, like, 
the seating chart beforehand, and it showed that Nikki was sitting in, right in front of Travis and Kylie at the VMAs. But then at the VMAs, Travis and Kylie were sitting in different seats, so there's a rumor that they like requested to be in different seats. So they had to sit next to Nikki, which I don't blame them. You came for their fucking infant baby. And so your their infant baby was the reason why you didn't get number one. Ugh. <laughs> She's so crazy. Um, But then she, like, came out later and was like, no, I've got, like, love for Kylie. Like, Kylie was just promoting her man's stuff, which who wouldn't do that? There's nothing to do with Kylie. I just think it's, like, unfair that, like, all of his merch sales, blah, 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 blah. So, apparently, she said there was no beef. But then, a few days later, she brings fucking dried up, crusty Travis, or not Travis Scott, Tyga, onto her radio show. You guys know Tyga from his one song, Rack City. His only song, but you probably know him even better from being the cradle robber when he was dating Kylie Jenner for two years or three years or however fucking long. Um, so this fool has the audacity to go on Nicki Minaj's radio show and say that he is the person responsible for Kylie's fame and success. He verbatim said. You've got to look at the before and after. She always had a platform, and she was always destined to be what she was going to be regardless. But when I stepped in, there was a lot of codes being taught. It was like, you could do this. You should start this. You should start doing your hair like this. You should adapt because black people need you, or because you need to, you should adapt because you need black people to fuck with you. You need culture. I don't need to go online and tell people I did this, and I'm the one helping her with these colors and names for her lip line, but it was a lot of stuff. Boy, if you don't sit your pedophile creeping ass down and shut the fuck up, he had the audacity to say that he was coming up with colors and names for Kylie lip kits and he's a reason for her popularity. (sighs) Need I remind you guys, they started dating when she was 16 and he was 24. So... (laughs) Yeah. Also, the only reason people still know who he is to this day is because he was dating Kylie Jenner. Not because she was dating him, because he was dating her. He's only got one song that people remember, and it's Rack City. Also, if she was so successful because of you, then why are all your cars always getting repossessed, and why are all your landlords always suing you for back rent? Bitch... (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Tyga, you're embarrassing. You're embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. The only reason that you've floated along this whole time is because the fucking Kardashians let you into their family, and you should be so thankful. Because, yeah, guess what? Kylie was always buying his shit, and, yeah, he was always late on his rent. He's had multiple landlords sue him. He's had multiple cars repossessed. Because he ain't got money because he can't keep his own fame. But, oh, no, he's responsible for Kylie Jenner being a fucking youngest self-made billionaire. Okay, Tyga. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. Tyga, no one even knows who you are anymore. Go fucking date another child. Um, 
And then we'll just end on this information. So on Friday, it was Aretha Franklin's funeral. I don't know if you guys watched it. I did. I live streamed it all day at work. It was n almost nine hours long. Whew! <laughs> I was cross-eyed by the time that it was over. But it was be really beautiful. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of people there. Um... Um, sorry, I'm, like, trying to breathe and not, like, make weird noises at you guys. But, yeah, it was really beautiful. If you guys have the time, not to watch it all in full, obviously, but to just watch some clips probably on YouTube, I'm sure there's some, to just watch the performances and speeches and all of that, you really should. It was beautiful. It made me feel, like, a lot of emotions. I was, like, cracking up. I was crying. I was singing. I was dancing. I was doing it all, and I was exhausted by the time it was over. But right now, on the internet, um, shit's going wild because Ariana Grande was there, and she performed Natural Woman, and she, after she was, like, done singing, Bishop Charles H. Ellis III brought her on stage and one made a racist comment about her. He said, when I looked at the program and I saw Ariana Grande, I said, is that a new Taco Bell menu item? Because, <laughs> like, Grande, like, this bitch tried to make a racist joke at Aretha Franklin's funeral. And then, I'm sure you guys have probably seen the clip by now, Homeboy straight up, like, molested her pretty much like groped her on stage like full on trying to touch her nipple while like holding her tight so she couldn't get free she like is looking around for help um and so the internet was like losing their shit because they were like what the fuck dude this is a fucking funeral how dare you like touch someone like that when they're clearly like so uncomfortable and she ariana was just like trying to be respectful but you could tell she was like looking around for someone to like come grab her um, and I'll see if I can post, like, the clip on the Instagram. I, like, don't understand how people, like, repost videos on Instagram, probably because I'm just, like, old at heart, and I just don't understand technology, but, yeah, he, like, full-on was, like, groping her and, like, gripping her boobs so she, like, couldn't get away. It was, like, really uncomfortable to watch, and, like, her face just says it all. So the internet was, like, blowing up and being like, he's fucking trash, and he is. And so since he is trash, he released an apology, and guess what? It was trash! I'll read it to you guys. <clears throat> it would never be my intention to touch any woman's breast. I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her. Maybe I crossed the border. Maybe I was too friendly or familiar. But again, I apologize. I hug all the female artists and all the male artists. Everybody that was up there on stage, I shook their hands and hugged them. That's where that that's what we're all about in the church. We're all about love. The last thing I want to do is be a distraction to this day. This is all about Aretha Franklin. Also, I personally and sincerely apologize to Ariana and her fans and the Hispanic community. When you're doing a program for nine hours, you try to keep it lively. You try to insert some jokes here and there. So that was his quote-unquote apology for groping her on stage and making a racist joke about her name um here's a few issues I have with that first of all he was saying like well maybe I did that maybe I was too familiar um but that's what we're about here at church we're about love to like tr like it's the apology is like so manipulative because he's trying to be like well you know I'm a bishop and this is church and we're just all about love so obviously I couldn't have done that also when he was like 
I don't want this to be a distraction to this day because this is about Aretha Franklin. Granted, yes, it was a re- about Re- Aretha Franklin, but like that's another manipulative move being like, well, this is about her. This is her funeral. We shouldn't even be talking about this to just sh- like shoot it under the rug. It's like, no, you crossed the line and we should be talking about it. And we wouldn't have to have been distracted from Aretha Franklin had you not done that. Also, I don't like how he said, maybe I crossed the border. <laughs> I just feel like that's in wrong context when he made a racist joke about a Hispanic name. Also, when he did make the joke about the Hispanic name, he doesn't really apologize. He says, when you're doing a program for nine hours, which, can I remind you guys that when he made that joke and he did all this, it was only hour one into the funeral. No one knew it was going to be on for nine hours. It went three hours past the time that it was supposed to end. So, (laughs) and this was the hour one (laughs) of the funeral. So when he's like, when you're doing a program for nine hours, it wasn't scheduled to be nine hours. This was hour one. You, that's not an excuse. He says, you try to keep it lively and insert some jokes here and there. So he doesn't even acknowledge that it was like offensive. He just says like, yeah, sorry, y'all. I just wanted to lighten it up. Anyways, he's trash, and the whole internet thinks he's trash. Um, But speaking of Ariana Grande, we'll catch up with our favorite crazy engaged couples. Ariana and Pete are still going strong. Um, He was at the funeral with her, and he, like, really loves Hillary Clinton to the point where he even got a Hillary Clinton tattoo for Christmas one year. And so he got to meet her for the first time. And the face he made after he meet, met her was, like, seriously so cute. He, like, looks at Ariana like, can you fucking believe I just met Hillary Clinton? It's pretty cute. Um, so, yeah, they're still going strong. And then Haley and Justin are also still going strong. They are caught making out this weekend in a restaurant, like, full-on PDA, hardcore making out at a restaurant so they're still going strong and then Nick and Priyanka are also still going strong um yeah their families like met they like recently just took a vacation in Mexico so everyone's doing good and no one else has gotten crazy engaged so far so I don't know who the next people are gonna be but we'll add them to the list and then that is all I have for you guys today um, follow me on Instagram. It's Pop Cultured Swine Podcast. And if you listen on iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe to me. And then also, if you have any friends that are into pop culture, please, 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 please recommend my podcast to them. That is how podcasts grow, is through word of mouth. So please recommend my podcast to anyone that you think might be interested in. That would help me a lot. I really love doing this. So I really, really love if I could get more people interested and it would inspire me to keep going on and other than that i will see you guys on wednesday for another episode of reality wednesdays with megan where we catch up on all the fucking gossip and drama on bachelor in paradise so i will see you guys then have a great labor day and yeah that's it bye guys